I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is the busy, tired, zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going? Am I recording? Yeah, we're recording. What day of the week is it? Oh. Uh, What's going on? <laughs> well, you know what? It's uh, Thursday, August 27th, not to date this episode. I don't want to make anyone anyone feel bad uh, for, for listening to this late, early, whatever. You can't listen to it early because we're recording um yeah it is thursday lou we got some housekeeping to get through but we have a jam-packed episode and a time frame to do it in some cool news an awesome movie to discuss you finally got me to watch yummy so we're gonna, we're gonna oh just you wait till i find what something else for you to no, watch. no we're gonna take a bit of a no just kidding let's take a little bit of a break from the from the the movie but i we won't get into it. We'll get into it later. I enjoyed it, but I did want to say thank you to everyone. We took a bit of a summer break. Um, all of The Last of Us Part 2 spoiler cast is on the feed. I recorded for three hours with my uh, lovely guest, John Jagger, and I split it into three episodes, had a lot of fun sort of putting in some you know, music and voiceovers and stuff, so I hope you enjoyed that. If you played through the game, you... And, and you enjoyed it enough that you want to listen to someone talk about it for three hours. Uh, I, I really appreciate you guys checking that out. Um, and uh, also, exciting news, Lou and I have a giveaway for Shotgun Finish, which is a book by Greg Rode. And uh, the lovely pu- publisher Warren Publishing is going to be supplying one lucky winner a copy of the book. If you're in the U.S., you'll get a physical edition. If you're outside the U.S., you'll get an ebook version. And the winner will be chosen by September 17th. We'll have details on how you can enter in the show notes and on our website. So definitely check that out. It'll be very easy. We're using Gleam to give it away, which is a service that allows you to earn entries through visiting social platforms and stuff like that. Really excited to give that book away, Shotgun Finish. So definitely enter and we'll have a reminder at the end of the show as well. And finally, Lou, speaking of tired... Extra Life is back, and it's for a great cause. We are supporting Sick Kids out of Toronto, which is a children's hospital nearest to me, uh, and we are doing Extra Life again. Are you excited, Lou? Are you excited about Extra Life, or does it bring back even more tired memories? I don't know how you do it, man. See, the way to do it, it's very simple. Realize you're too old to stay up for 24 hours and game for 24 hours and split it into multiple days, and that's what we've done for the last couple of years, and it is... It is much, much easier because there's nothing healthy about playing video games for 24 hours. Um, I don't even want to think about not getting sleep for 24 hours because it's happening too often right now. <laughs> You're doing it right now. It's just not for charity. You're doing it for your, uh, your, your new daughter. And, and here's the thing. Extra Life is this event where uh, gamers play video games for 24 hours. That is the sort of base entry. And they collect donations for Children's Miracle Network hospitals around the world. My favorite part about Extra Life has been the I've got a game for charity, but also raising funds for a charity very close to me, which is Sick Kids out of Toronto. 
And each year, what I like to do is I like to find little bonuses for all my listeners across many podcasts. And Zamp is honestly one of my favorite promotions to do for Extra Life because it always involves hilarious zombie content. You know? Yes, it does. And it always involves me finding you really crappy zombie movies. I know. I know. So <laughs> last year, I thought we had a really good repeatable event, which was donate $15, suggest a zombie film for us to watch. And Lou has to watch it, too. This isn't just me going through the ringer. You know, you get Lou's watching it with me unless he like adamantly disagrees in which I'll give him an out because he's not doing no anything. i'll watch it okay i'll watch it. you heard I'll it here it. someone write that down so uh 15 dollars uh, sorry I, go ahead. I do i do draw an ex- a, 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 a a uh a a a no-go if it's anything if you pick a movie that's like that really crappy one that we did a document uh, uh audio commentary for that was like shot on a home movie camera yeah there was a youtube one it, wasn't there it was a youtube one we watched it was like I want that it was like two and a half hours of like nonsense. And if it's like that, I may take it out. But other than that, I'll watch just about anything if it's got zombies in it. It's true. It's true. So uh, you you can donate $15, suggest a zombie film, put that in your comments of your donation. Um, if you want, you can reach out privately as well with your, with your uh, zombie films. But you can stack it. So go 30, suggest two movies, 45, three. And if you go above 50... We'll do an audio commentary on top of a discussion on the podcast. For one of the movies. For one of the movies, yes. And uh, the Extra Life page is live now. It's bit.ly slash Extra Life Ryan. You can donate today, and we will start watching these films right away. So your donation comes in. We start pumping out content. Uh, Donations close December 31st. You have plenty of time to pick your movies and make your donations. We're going to be talking about it here and there on the show and keeping everybody up to date on uh, what our content will be thanks to lovely Extra Life donors. That is the housekeeping, Lou. Without further ado, let's jump into the news because we've got, there was a bunch of stories that hit today. It looks like we got a new Walking Dead VR game coming, which came from a surprise because I don't think the last one sold that well. Yeah, Saints it was and Saints Sinners. and Sinners. It, it, it didn't sell well, and it was really critically panned, if I remember correctly. So to hear that they've got Onslaught coming, which is more VR, I was like, really? It must have sold well enough to make, for them to keep making, um, to make a new one. Well, you know, the thing is about VR is it doesn't feel like there's this this high bar that you need to aim for in terms of sales, right? Like, you have your big hits, like Beat Saber, but a lot of the smaller titles... Um, because they charge more for these games and they're smaller products, you don't you don't have to sell as many. And I don't know if Saints and Sinners was a was a failure, but like this is the Walking Dead license we're talking about. I don't know if it's the same developers. However, from what I heard about Saints and Sinners, the the gameplay loop of it is very repeatable and and somewhat addictive in the sense that you're you're going around and kind of like shanking zombies in the head. And I think they've tried to pull that from that game and brought it into here. This one feels, uh, if the other one was more like an offshoot of the show or the comics, this one very much feels like this is the TV show, early days, Rick and Daryl. So that, that could appeal more, you know, having being tied more closely to the television license. I don't know, but... Uh... Yeah, I mean, we'll see where it goes. We'll see what it does. But again, I'm not into VR, but it's definitely something if you're into VR and you like Walking Dead. I mean, they're obviously there's obviously a market for this. Yeah, well, if we get a chance to check it out, I'll definitely check it out. I've got access to VR. I meant to check out Saints and Sinners, but I think because of the reviews, 
I was going to wait for a sale. And, and that's the other thing about VR games. They don't really go on sale. Never. And they are expensive. And my, my ability and t- not ability, but my, the time I have available and the locations I have available to play VR are slim. And uh, it's just very tough to get going. I mean, the Oculus Quest has been a, a godsend because I can just throw it on, walk into the living room and not have to worry about cords and PCs and stuff. It just works. But um, I believe Saints and Sinners doesn't have a Quest version yet. I mean, if it comes when it comes to Quest, I might check it out. But uh, the Walking Dead Onslaught, I believe, uh, is Rift. The graphics don't look that great to me. Like, they kind of... Like, VR stuff usually does, like go a bar below but this this feels a little further did you get that sense as well from the trailer yeah okay i didn't want i I wanted to make sure i wasn't like just being um no but it is coming to everything this one yeah and it's gonna be on everything yeah so it's oculus where i I think the the last one was uh i i i don't think i think it came to steam and i think it went to psvr and that was it Mm -hmm. they've been kind of They've been kind of like, um, usually with VR games, what they do is to reduce um, reduce the uh, uh, cost of development. They'll they'll hit certain platforms first and slowly work out with waves. But this one appears to be very much a a top tier VR product in that it's hitting all the platforms from Oculus to Steam to to PlayStation. So uh, I'll I'll check it out. I I think I'll be I think we can we can probably reach out and see if they're willing to to help us do that so it's out september 29th not too long and you know they use the dead open inside september 29th thing i always find that so confusing uh i I, like do you get you see that at the end of the trailer like the dead inside don't open uh doors i I always find that so confusing i do too Uh, you're not alone in that i'm glad i i get it i love it i'm glad they I'm, i'm glad they used it i'm just I hope everyone is like us and reads it backwards or sideways. Yes, and then they and they just need to put a thing and be like, release date is this after we showed you this confusing thing. Yes, yeah, exactly. I agree. Uh, speaking of release dates that we still don't have, but we continue to read news about, uh, this uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead is a film that has been shot and it's coming out to Netflix at some point. But the news we have today is that one of the actors, Chris Deila, De, De, De yeah, he's a stand, he's a comedian. Yeah, he is being removed from the uh, from the movie after the comedian was accused of sexual misconduct in June by another with comic. under with underage girls. Right. Okay, I did not. So, so oh, he's yeah, there been. It is. He had a deal with Netflix where he three or four recent specials, and he did. Uh, he had a scripted show coming, and he was going to be in this movie. And soon, uh, his as accusations came. Uh, Netflix has cut ties with him, pulled all the shows, um, and he had like a he had like two shows in in the works. They've been pulled, and then he was supposed to be in this movie, and he was fired by his representation, and they pulled him from this movie, and they've brought in Tig uh, Nataro to play the same role he was scheduled to be in which i'm fine with um if you've watched star trek discovery she's awesome in the second season mm-hmm. so they're so they are replacing and they're doing they're doing reshoots as they have already done reshoots uh and so the movie is being scheduled for a 2021 release i thought it was 2020 but uh 2020 
it's, it, I think it was supposed to be 2020, but I think COVID has messed everything up. I think it's that's why we're getting a 2021. Yeah. Well. And and that and then you also have to remember, uh, Snyder is in the middle of reshooting Justice League so that he can put out the the Justice League ver the the Snyder cut of Justice League on HBO Max. So it's uh, uh, Zack Snyder's a busy guy right now. He is busy. He's he's busy doing that. He's busy tweeting at journalists for not liking his stuff. And uh, he's uh, he, he's busy just being Zack Snyder, which means being being a, a douchebag. Well, hopefully he's uh, he's more. Is it three hundred that he did? I can't remember now. I think yes. he did. Yeah, three hundred and uh, Dawn of and the Dead Watchmen. and Watchmen. Yeah. Which I'm not saying I don't like some of his films. I really enjoy some of his films. I just I think I I I I. I don't like his take on everything. I never watched Sucker Punch, but <laughs> heard it was bad. <laughs> I I've seen all of his other stuff, but not Sucker Punch. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, let's move on. We don't want to kill the show. But uh, Left for Dead Two is getting an update, Lou. What year is it? And uh, has the pandemic really? Yeah, this literally, this literally just showed up in a news feed for me this morning, and I was like, wait, what? Left for Dead is in the news. We get in Left for Dead three, and it was like, no, there's going to be an update, like an update. What are they adding? And apparently, there is a fan made level that's being added to the regular rotation of the game, uh, and it, it it it's I guess it's so popular that they, that left that Valve has decided to add it to the add it to the game, uh-huh. which uh, cool. Yeah, I didn't realize people were still playing Left for Dead. It's a popular game. Uh, is a really popular game. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch the trailer, but I mean, I really want a Left 4 Dead 3. And I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago when, or at least a couple episodes ago where that Left 4 Dead 3 was maybe possibly going to be a thing. Uh, but fan made level, I guess this is not the first time there's been a fan made level added to the game. They, uh, in 2012, they added cold stream which was a, uh, a fan-made level. I think this is really cool that they're doing this is that. Very, this is very cool. But uh, like I said, this came out of left field. I was like, wait a minute, Left 4 Dead, and we're not getting a new Left 4 Dead. All right, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. It might get me to install Left 4 Dead again. Yeah, I'll play this for sure. Yeah. The, now- <laughs> the announcement was made on the now ancient Left 4 Dead 4 website. I got to see this. Oh, yeah, that's some, uh, that's some 2012... That is some 2012 business right there. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I, I, Left 4 Dead was so cool. And I mean, you know, it's one of those games that you looked at and played, and it's like, oh, what does a next gen version look like? And now we're heading into like two generations since there's been a Left 4 Dead. It's a bummer. It's yes, a bummer. it is. Um, Damn you, Valve. Yeah. Well, they're busy working on Dota and Steam and. VR stuff that's too expensive for me or you or most people. Uh, but uh, speaking of building and crashing, <laughs> I don't know if that's Val's doing fine. Uh, bridge constructor, we all you love building bridges, don't you, Lou? No. Okay. What about I had to build, I, had, I, I had to build a toothpick bridge in uh, middle school, mm-hmm. and after that, I said I am going to be no bi- bridge builder, sir. No bridge builder for me. They didn't give you popsicle sticks. You didn't get no. Them? We had to do it with toothpicks. Back in my <laughs> back in my day, we had to make fake bridges with toothpicks, not the popsicle sticks like you 
I was gonna say fancy kids. Stick, if popsicle sticks, that would have worked. Yeah. Toothpicks. Ugh. You gotta you gotta get your triangles in there. If I've learned anything from Polly Bridge too, it's you gotta you gotta put more triangles in there and diamonds and really strong shapes to keep it. Yes. But uh, this has nothing to do with pick, uh, uh, toothpicks. This is so. This was announced today at the Gamescom Open Night Live, which was uh, Bridge Constructor. They had a previous walk- game based on Portal. This is the Walking Dead version. Uh, uh, there's also a regular game called Bridge Constructor as well. I mean, that makes sense, right? <laughs> I, I, I think I got it in a bundle somewhere, and I think I have it on Steam, but uh, I, I don't hold me to that. I know I have Polybridge. Yeah. Because, again, I have too many games on Steam. Too You're many. collecting them at this point. Yes. Uh, have you seen what my Steam collection looks like right lately? I try not to think about mine. I can't even imagine what yours is like. It's it's. <laughs> I have like seventeen hundred k. Oh my god! You know what? It's all those humble bundles. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I'm I'm right there uh, with you. I spent ten bucks, and all of a sudden, I got twenty more games. What happened? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I've I've started keeping track of what I buy now, so I'm a little better at it. But uh, this game. Uh, bridge constructor the walking dead is going to be sort of a combine the bridge building and engineering challenges of the original bridge constructor with the characters and walkers of the walking dead universe it is uh coming out before the end of 2020 and is slated for release on ps5 xbox series x ps4 xbox one switch and pc so if you end up getting one of those new consoles you can test it out with bridge constructor the walking dead what do you think lou should you buy a 600 to 700 box? For this game? <laughs> no. Okay. That's if bad. you do, you're crazy. <laughs> I mean, if you buy it for something else and you happen to play Bridge Constructor on it, are you still crazy? No. I'm not asking for a friend or me. I'm just I'm just trying to explore all avenues here. But if you do buy it for Bridge Constructor, you will be told you're crazy by me. That's fine. I think they can take it. If they can spend that kind of money to play Bridge Constructor. I mean, I mean, and I'm no judge. I mean, I literally am looking at my Steam library while we're speaking, and I do have 1,700 <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. Well, Lou needs to buckle down and start playing and or deleting games from his Steam library, because you can do that. Uh, you can do both, Never. actually. Never. Never. Because uh, well, then I'll just end up buying it again. True. Oh, my gosh. I don't own this one yet. That's weird. Um, speaking of video games, but not really, sort of, let's go into this story about Netflix. So Netflix has revealed first official details of their live action Resident Evil series. And you might be wondering like, Hey, didn't we already know about this? It was rumored and leaked for a long time. And this is, this is what, from what I'm hearing, this is the first time they've acknowledged they're doing a live action Resident Evil series. It it was, it was rumored and Capcom and Netflix both said, yeah, we're talking about something. But nobody said it was a done deal. Nobody said that they had episodes written. It seemed it, it felt like it was just one of those things where Netflix and Capcom were kind of going like, hey, this might be an idea. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And the here that we actually have a script that has a photo yep. that is Resident Evil episode one welcome to new raccoon city uh i'm kind of excited for this i'm okay well let, let, we're, let's come back to that because i want to i want to touch on that but um so th- let's talk about the 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 facts here this is going to be a, um eight one-hour episodes 
Supernatural writer Andrew Dabb running the show, Brondon Hughes, whose directorial credits include single episodes of Breaking Bad, Burn Notice, and Better Call Saul, will direct the first two episodes. Um, you're excited about this. I'm excited about it because I like Netflix. I think they do well with their adaptations. I think Resident Evil has been one of the few video game adaptations that has been done. Well, they take turns. They do. They do. I think they've. If you balance it all out, it's been bad. But if you look at if you look at specific movies, it's been okay, right? But I think when you take Netflix, who very much is interested in making, they did The Witcher. I feel if the, if you can do The Witcher well, then I think you can do Resident Evil. There's enough to Resident Evil. There's enough to the zombie genre that I think they can do this well. But where I have pause, Lou, is this tweet that they put out when the wesker kids move to new raccoon city the secrets they uncover might just be the end of everything the wesker kids okay so i will say that i thought that that was a neat twist because okay if you're going to do something that's resident evil you can tell the uh loan in the mansion Mm -hmm. jill and all of them held up in a mansion, but that's going to be a really boring eight hours. You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. be action sequence, action sequence, action sequence, and you're going to really just get those crappy Resident Evil movies all over again. Um, I was interested to see here that this was the plot because in the original Resident Evil, Wesker is revealed to be a former scientist for Umbrella that's taken a job in the police department to run the division so he can keep an eye on the facility and keep anything that happens under wraps. Now, in later games, uh, specifically Resident Evil 6, which is not a good game, it's revealed that one of your heroes is Wesker's son trying to redeem the, the family name. Working with, uh, uh, I think he works with Chris Redfield at some point. And I thought, huh, wouldn't that be neat if we're getting two teenage Wesker kids that find out that there's zombies on the loose, their dad might be a bad guy, and they're trying to, like, turn their dad in. That, that, that sounds like it has potential. And they could tell the regular Resident Evil story from the background. Not necessarily, they could introduce us with a Chris Redfield, a Jill Valentine, and a Barry, but mm. we don't necessarily have to have them be the main characters. Yeah, but there's a balance to that. I, I think that, I think what you're saying is right. Like, they can do something interesting here, but it also, and maybe you didn't think this, think about this, but it kind of flies in the face of, uh, of, of the reason you're not too excited about World Beyond, and that, like, they're literally saying, when the Wesker kids moved to is this going to be resident evil stranger things which again if it's of the quality of stranger things that's great same production or same distribution company it, it, you know it could well, be good the right? reason i'm excited with it for it is netflix mm-hmm. the reason i'm not excited for world beyond <laughs> is amc okay no that's fair that's totally and fair I, I, I feel like netflix understands the kid thing or putting teenagers or kids in stuff far better than amc does 
AMC is still like thinking this is the nineties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel you on that. I, I guess like there's a balance to strike with doing an adaptation. I don't think you want to strictly remove all the characters that made that franchise great, but you don't don't need a cavalcade, right? I think, I think we're going to get, I think we're going to get stars members. Mm -hmm. They may not necessarily be the main characters. Uh, I think we're going to get a lot of Wesker. And I think we're going to get kind of like the hint that resident evil two is coming. Yeah. So and when they, when they do, when they do hint that Resident Evil 2 is coming, I think I think we'll get the kids in the city trying to escape. Right. So the so that's a good point. But but when they mention New Raccoon City, could they be setting this up as a as a sequel to the original Resident Evil 2 where they nuke Raccoon City? Like, is this a far flung future version of if they did this would be this if that's the intent? Then this is stupid. <laughs> See, I was just about to say, if it's like a, if it's like living with zombies, like World War Z, audiobook style, like, could be but, interesting. If they do that, then it's not Resident Evil, and I hate it. Yeah, you're right. But I, I have a funny feeling that they're just calling it New Raccoon City because they can't just call it Raccoon City. That would be weird. What? <laughs> that makes no sense. It would. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but. Uh, but, uh, well, okay. We're going on based on like a a 280 character tweet and a picture of a yes, script. So like, we are saying, diving I'm deep. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When was when have you ever heard of a city called Raccoon City? It is such a Japanese thing that I think by calling it New Raccoon City, it's like calling it New York. It it implies there was another one. So it's like yes. ah, it's it's got to be good. There's two of them. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. I I I I think we're. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this. Uh, we probably will hear hear more next year when they start to cast and and do all that fun stuff. But the Wesker kids comment kind of threw me off, and uh, I knew we'd have a good conversation about it. So that's again, fun. again, I'm still more optimistic about this than I am World Beyond. Well, we got World Beyond will be here before you know it, and we'll, we'll be giving it a shot at least one episode, and I'll, and, I, and I'll be rolling my eyes through the whole thing. And you know what? I won't make you watch it if the first episode's bad and you really don't like it. You can just read oh, the I'm Wikipedia. gonna watch the whole damn thing. Oh, I don't okay. care. Well, there you go. Well, oh. I need to talk about it for the show, and I need to make sure people know that it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> getting it, getting your, getting your pre pre uh, pre critic run. I don't know. Just, I get it. It does not have a good. Uh, it does not have a good sort of track record. But um, let's let's talk let's talk about a movie. Let's move into our main subject here. We've got we've got some time here to talk about yummy, and I'm not just describing my dinner I had tonight, which was yummy. We're talking about the movie Yummy that came out in 2019. And uh, Lou, why don't you read this IMDb uh, description? Because it's your your fault. We watched this, right? Yes, it is. An orgy of blood, violence, and fun in which a young couple travels to a shabby Eastern European hospital for plastic surgery. Once there, things unravel. Yes, it's true. There, so this movie's kind of got a bit of everything, and it's very, it, it's very much a throwback to the '80s and '90s zombie films, but done with a 2020 budget, and yeah. done really well, I'd say from a from an effects perspective, right? 
Yeah, and, and and all the trailers show them in English. So if you've watched this with us, you're going to have gone through the exact same reaction I did when I started watching this. And the whole like opening 10 minutes is in subtitles. Um and I was like, "Ah shit. What did mm-hmm. I pick for us this week?" Damn it. And then magically they get to the hospital and they start talking and then one of the nurses looks at them and goes, "I can't remember the exact line, but it's literally like do you speak English? And they're like, yeah, we speak English. And she was like, oh, good. Let's switch to English. And I was like, oh, okay, now we're in English. And then once in a while, there's a couple of scenes where you meet a foreign character mm-hmm. that doesn't speak English, and it fits right into the plot that, like, the character has subtitles again. And you're like, okay, all right, cool. Or somebody gets stressed out, I think, at one point, and they're, like, in a hallway, yeah. and they start talking in their native tongue again, and you get subtitles again. And I thought that all of that was handled really, really well. But I was panicked for about the first 10 minutes. I was like, Ryan's never going to forgive me if I made him watch a movie with subtitles. I'm fine with subtitles. It's just it's uh, hard to pay attention to the subtitles. Yes. There's a bunch of zombies. Have- gross yeah. shit happening on screen. Um, I mean, the premise for the show is in, is is uh, it, it's new. I've never experienced this before. So it's it's like you said, it's a Eastern European hospital, which is like got hostile written all over it like in terms yes. of this is going to go bad um but for plastic surgery w- seemed to be like world renowned but also a hospital that would take coupons you know yes um uh, it, it was it was it, it, the way it, the way they reword it in the dialogue is that it's a world renowned hospital because of the guy that's there is like a great plastic surger- surgeon but they mm-hmm. also take discounts because not everything they do is quite legal. No, it appears as though they're doing some things that like a lot of experimentation. We'll get to that in a bit, but yeah, there's literally a reference where they're talking about like plastic surgery. Cause our main, main female hero, Allison is there because she wants a breast reduction. Yes. Yeah. And, they... and, and, and they make a point of telling you that the whole movie, she is super depressed about how big, how big her boobs are. Yeah. And yeah. that's why they're there. And her boyfriend is not trying to talk her out of it, but he's not talking her into it either. He's being supportive in, in a way that is, uh, he is not, he's not, he's not, uh, he's not, he's, how do I put this? He's just, he's, he's playing neutral. He's Switzerland in this thing. He's like, I yes. support you. I love you. And then. And then, and then her mother is there with them because she's like, well, if you're going to go get plastic surgery, I'll get like some Botox and maybe, maybe get my chin lifted. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's what kind of people we're dealing with. Cool. And you kind of understand where the main character, Allison sort of has um, issues with the whole thing because she's constantly being, you know, reminded by her mother about how, why would you do this? You know, uh, and she'd put she put her in like pageants when she was younger and she like encouraged yeah, and, her to use her and, looks. And, and and they encourage like in the first five minutes of the movie, like they're driving down the street and somebody in the car next to them literally comments on her boobs. And you're like, wow, OK, yeah. like they're big, but I did. It, it, she's in the car. I barely noticed that they were like I, I was they don't show them in the car. How How did you know that? How can the person driving by next to them know that they're that big? Okay, whatever. the movie, the movie, the movie plays it up very much at the beginning, and um, I think it's it, whatever it's there for, whether it's there to reinforce the the main character's 
you know, reasons for getting this plastic surgery or whether it's there for like 90s laughs because it's very much like a 90s joke, right? Oh, she's yes. got big yes. boobs. Look at them. And the movie does drop that line pretty quick and, yeah, it, and it, move I'd away say, from I'd, it. I'd say it, that, that is a thing for probably about the first 25 minutes of the movie. And once we get zombies, that becomes not a joke anymore. They don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or if they do, it's just in like, why are you here? Oh, I was here to get a breast reduction. And boom, they, we move on to the next action sequence. Yeah, no, I, I was glad they dropped it because I was like, I don't know if I can watch a whole movie that's constantly going to be like, oh. And, 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 and the other thing, too, is I, there were points in this movie where I was kind of like, why is this person a character? Like, where mm-hmm. are we going with this? Like, uh, I'm going to look up the name right now. Mm-hmm. There is a character. Her name is Oksana. And she is trapped in a room with this other guy, and the zombies are beating on the door. Yeah. And you find out that he is there for, let's just say, enlarging a body part. You can say penis. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> enlarging his penis. And she's there for something else, or she's, like, visiting somebody. I'm not even sure that why she's They're there. Like- they don't they're like women who work at the hospital who are like influencers. Like they're kind of there to be pretty and walk around. It's very hard to tell, but like this hospital is super shady. And (laughs) there are floors where there appears to be work done, like legitimate work. And, um, once there's floors where it looks like they're just harvesting body. Yeah. Like there's a legit, like illegal operation going on here. And I think the movie, um, does has fun with that and that like this hospital is very very um you know uh standard but also like whacked out so and so and so oksana is locked in this room with this guy and they keep cutting back to them while our main heroes are like running around the hospital killing these zombies which by the way the zombies are brought out because the the girlfriend's uh boyfriend uh gets sick and they take him to another floor so he can like clean up and he stumbles upon a woman that's getting some kind of like experimental DNA sequencing thing. Yeah. And she's like screaming on the table and he like lets her free. And that's what causes the zombie outbreak, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. I just thought they didn't do a good enough job explaining why she was doing what she was doing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch that. Um... I, I think it was supposed to be like a cancer treatment. Right. I think is what they they said but they go they they zip past it so fast to just get us to the zombies and i was like okay that's fine whatever but as i said they cut back to this oxana character and i think the other guy with her is named uh i think it's johan or william i can't remember because mm-hmm. there's two characters and they both look very similar and uh I was like, where are they going with this? Where are they going with this? And they were going in a way direction to just make it gross. Like <laughs> that, that literally the, the, the two characters exist only to make a couple of gross out jokes and to do some gross out special effects. And then she eventually joins our heroes, I think, but she like is the first to die. She, she dies. I don't think she dies. She pops up she, at the end. Does she not? She, she's, she's the one that runs outside and then they gun her down oh yeah 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 okay you're yeah you're jumping around so you're trying to avoid like the 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 tip in the room right like um so yes she does die eventually uh we can even talk about this like full-on spoilers no one there's there's not a happy nobody makes nobody nobody makes it alive yeah uh, but not even the guy's penis it it literally falls apart in his hands (laughs) 
Yeah, and okay, so the I there is the 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 shady like janitor dude, uh, who's like dealing drugs and like he's actually partially responsible for what's going on and he's one of the first ones bit and he's like literally like hiding it so that they'll help him get outside and the whole time you're looking at him you're like somebody kill this guy yeah somebody kill this guy somebody kill this guy come on and they literally make him the antagonist and they make him they drag out his literal thing situation almost all the way out to the end mm-hmm. and i was like Somebody kill this motherfucker. Somebody kill him. And then finally he dies. I was like, yeah. oh my God. They like really vilify him. Like they go, they go, the, like he, br- he, he blackmails people. He, uh, like he, he, he kills, uh, he kills a woman, uh, because she like, she tries to kill him, but then he like tricks the boyfriend into staying behind because he's like, oh, you're infected. So let me go. I'll make sure she stays safe. And then he like makes a move. Uh, and, and he, you know, threatens to, well, he sexually assaults the main, the main character at the end of the film. He gets, he, he gets his comeuppance. Like he, uh, I believe he gets both his legs and his head smashed by a car. But, um, this movie does have a lot of gross out moments. I think I, I texted you as I was, and I'll I'll pull up my, uh, I have my messages here. So I, uh, so yeah, I was watching on the treadmill. So I watched the first half on the treadmill and where I, so I said, I should not be watching this right after lunch while on the treadmill. And then I said, oh, well, a man's penis just broke by being burned then frozen. I think I'll take a break. And this, that moment happens after some, I think the main, a main character, Allison's running through a room. She flips a switch on like a liposuction machine and the fat goes back into the body and it does what you would expect it to do. It comically fills it up like an Acme commercial and explodes. <laughs> it's super gross. Like people die in this film, not by zombies, but by just sheer incompetence, right? Yes. There's a woman yes. who has her face melted off and that's like by design. I guess the nurse left her so it kept going. Some sort of chemical skin peel or something. There's a yep. woman, like, again, 90s. They walk into a room and they see a doctor, what appears to be going down on a woman. And it's like, oh, well, I'll leave you to be. I'll let you get a room. But no, it's it's like the doctor zombified and is eating this woman uh, yes. and killing her. Uh, and it's super my, gross. My, my favorite scene in the movie, though, is when the doofy boyfriend agrees to jump down the laundry chute to see if it or the trash chute so they can get <laughs> away. And he lands and you know he's going to land in like a pile of like trash bags full of body parts or gross stuff and he lands and then somebody shouts down is it clear and he's like no no what did he say oh, i think he says it's clear I, th- yeah. I did think that was like again this movie has fun with its sort of 90s throwback you know 80s throwback and i this is what i asked for and, and we got it because again like the fact that the they set up a, they set up the sex scene with those two that were trapped in the room and that's such a 90s thing and i should have saw it coming like he he had a penis enlargement so he's like struggling and he's like oh we have to be gentle and then they put cream on it but it was like flame not flame <laughs> resistant and he's trying to, and it, as soon as he pulls out the match i'm like oh no 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 so he's running around <laughs> screaming bloody murders penis is on fire and it's obviously a fake penis of course because it's on fire and then she uses the fire extinguisher and You're blast making him. me want to watch this again this this moment like again it wasn't gross it was just well it was gross and then 
<laughs> and then like the tip of the penis falls off and he's freaking out and then he kills himself essentially because he's like i need a doctor he puts the he puts the part of his dick in his like pocket and runs away and that is such a 90s thing and it has nothing to do with the zombies right like i yeah and i was actually surprised like after that scene oxana's character gets rescued by the other heroes and like they're all going through these tunnels and they're about to go out like a side door and i was looking at the time on how much more the movie i had left and i'm like there's still like a half an hour to this thing Mm -hmm. this can't be over yet and then as soon as the door opens they just the, the military outside just unloads on anybody coming out the door and i was like oh uh, these people are not here to help you they are here to kill everything inside okay they're not taking any risks all right i get where this movie's going yeah and it it does end with uh like we said it was it's kind of a melancholy end because everybody dies allison does escape uh her boyfriend is left behind but he escapes he's bitten there was this like weird toad monster that bit him doesn't really go anywhere like he steps on it and kills it and i i thought like the drug he injected himself with may have been... I, I kind of got into the theory. There's really no deeper connecting tissue here. This is just a single outbreak that they squash by the military. Although not really well, because zombies Oh, come escape. on. You know that there's going to be a sequel to this. Maybe. I would, hey, sequel sounds great. I mean, it would be completely different cast, of course, because they all die. You know, he she runs over her boyfriend and then crashes her car. Into and, a and she's she's dead like the boyfriend dies on impact she dies on impact so like very sad ending um but uh yeah the movie it was good i recommend people check it out because it is it's it's one of those old school zombie films but made now doesn't look bad you know no i i had a lot of fun with it and i mean it it kept me guessing the only thing that you and i discussed this prior to show is the only Mm. thing we couldn't figure out is why it was called yummy i mean it's really gross, so I mean, they're they, they're either commenting on "Yay, zombies! They're eating you. You're yummy," or they're commenting on the fact that all these people are there for plastic surgery so they can be attractive, so they can be yummy. And I I don't know which way it was going. I, I would love for I would love to see an interview with the director and find out his exact reason for why it's called yummy. Yeah, yummy. Hearing yummy just ma- reminds me of like yummy in my tummy or yummy it's so yummy i don't know don't you put it in your mouth i don't know it's just it, it brings back a lot of things and as i never thought we'd watch a zombie film called yummy but we have it's been done and uh you know how many uh, now not very often you get like a single word movie title right so uh solid spot on but uh yeah so that's yummy hope you guys enjoyed it hope you guys enjoy the film um i know a lot of people some folks in the discord were saying they were going to watch it before they listened to this episode so we did go into spoilers but i think this movie can be enjoyed even if you know some of the more gross stuff. yeah no i mean we spoiled a few things but uh there's still some stuff in this movie that i was just like whoa okay that was more than i thought i would see yep. holy crap yeah they go places with intestines as well um i'm not yeah, gonna oh, yeah I'm gonna go much further. I mean, there, I but... mean, I mean, I mean, the half chick that's dragging herself across the floor. We've seen that before in movies before, in zombie movies before. But like in this, they do they outdid themselves with those special effects. Yeah, again, special effects were stellar. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I get, the, I get the distinct impression this was a lot of practical effects and that they didn't use a lot of CG. 
No, I yeah, I would agree with you there. It felt very much like very good practical effects. But uh, yeah, definitely think you guys should check this out. It's a good recent zombie film, which we don't get many of those. And you'll love the throwback feel as well. Speaking of you fine listeners, uh, we're we're looking at our upcoming plans. And I've got some emails sitting in the bank. And I figured it'd be good to catch up on those because they've been sitting for about a month. So we're going to do a listener feedback episode. So if you have any questions or um, concerns or uh anything really that you want us to cover on the show send us an email and i'm also going to create a uh, ask or listener feedback section of the discord so you can jump into our discord bit.ly slash discord and put your thoughts in there we'll pull them out and we'll talk about them on the show lou and i and uh yeah so i i do appreciate that but speaking of listener feedback we have one quick email to get to from cole shout out to cole And here's his email. So I've been wanting to email you guys for a while, but I initially wanted to wait until I caught up on episodes. I started with episode one last fall, and I'm on episode 176 now. If I'm lucky, I'll be caught up by Christmas. Lou, uh, yeah, another, another, we're going to get a lot of these folks listening from episode one. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, well, I appreciate, I I do appreciate folks listening from episode one, but that takes a... That takes that takes a lot to a lot of for me it takes a lot of willpower to start episode one and not just immediately jump to the newest episode but I I applaud you folks uh, back to Cole I've had a blast listening to you guys and it was very interesting listening even though I had already watched the show we were very Walking Dead heavy in the early days so I can see that being a very cathartic listen back when that show was a lot of people liked it right. Um, yeah, so uh, Lou, it really is amazing how accurate you are on some of your guesses. Lou, well done, writing for AMC. I wish. Yeah, he doesn't anymore. They fired him for not liking AMC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Ryan, I love your nice and soft slash passive Canadian take on everything that helps balance Lou and Bob. Uh, this one's a, this one's for Bob. Bob, keep up the good work with your sound clips and keeping those other two yahoos in line. Well. You know, <laughs> if you got this far, I apologize. Uh, you know, Bob's Bob's not, you know, actively on the show. His soundboard retired with him. But, uh, you know, yeah, we'll make a funny sound for you. There you go. So we're, we we tried our best. Fire, to... ex- fire extinguisher nunchucks. Yes, exactly. Uh, there's probably some other ones. I mean, I miss the soundboard, too, but uh, it's just not the same without Bob. So when when Bob pops back in. Hopefully he'll bring a soundboard and he will regale us with your penis or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully that was enough of a throwback. Uh, Yeah. What's another one? Yeah. Your penis. Uh, uh, There's, is there one about nuts? It's all the Negan thing. We had some heavy Negan, Negan. uh, uh, He's got a tank, you know, that sort of thing, you know? All right. Um, he keeps so he keeps going. I'm making this email longer. <laughs> I apologize, Lou. Lou's... I'm so tired. I'm I know <laughs> your penis. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Well, we're, we hey, we're childish, but it's fine. Uh, this is why we need Bob here. He he needs to keep us two yahoos in check, as as uh, Cole said. Um, but Cole continues once again. On a side note, I consider myself an expert in the field of zombies. It is my all-time favorite movie and video game genre. I have a flick you guys must check out. It's my favorite best slash worst zombie movie. So good it's bad, and it's called The Dead Next Door. Does that one ring any bells, Lou? 
I believe I may have heard of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also know that this uh, th- this listener has reached out to me personally. <laughs> it mentioned this specifically. So um, I, d- I have not looked into this film, uh, but I definitely will be looking it up, and maybe this will be a future episode we cover. I mean, yeah. if you donate, we have to cover some movies. So yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to figure out a way to make us cover this. Well, you know what? Uh, I obviously uh, appreciate the support if people want to donate to our Extra Life Fund, and I will gladly watch any film people put forward. The only thing we do say is try to make it attainable, streamable, purchasable, rentable, that sort of thing. Uh, But I will wrap up this email here. It will be funny listening to you guys six months from now, hearing you talk about this on the show. Maybe by then you will have seen that movie. Maybe we will have. Who knows? Oh, I have seen this. You have seen it. Well, there you go. We've seen it. Yeah long time ago i barely remember this i saw this in high school oh yeah yeah well uh we will we hey maybe maybe i'll watch it we never know um but he does leave us with a bad zombie joke talk about a throwback this is one of my favorite things about these listening from episode one emails because it lets us head down memory lane but i'm gonna read you a bad zombie joke lou did you hear about the vegan zombie no well he went to the insane asylum and only at the vegetables he went to these did you hear about did i read that wrong i apologize i butchered that he went to the insane asylum and only at the vegetables and only ate the vegetables oh my gosh i'm so sorry i i i got where you were going but you misread it i was like wait did i just not understand the joke no i butchered it (laughs) and see this is why bob bob did the bad zombie jokes too so I should have read this beforehand, but uh, yeah, he went on the insane asylum. He went to the insane asylum and only ate the vegetables. I apologize, Cole. I'll do better next time. Um, But yes, that's pretty funny. I have not, not, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it sounds terrible, uh, but it's, Hey, it is what it is. Lou, let's jump out of here. You might be able to hear uh, my youngest uh, behind me here. Who's, who seems to be waking up. But I do want to give a shout out to our Discord, the Zamp Discord. It's hopping these days. Go to bit.ly slash Zamp Discord. Shout out to Tal who joined into the show. He's uh, he's here. He's in our general chat talking it up. And I'm going to give shout outs to people who join in our Discord and, and not just <laughs> to the same person who's been in there uh, since the beginning. Although... I'm not going to say names here because I'll I'll hear about it, but he knows who he is and he's cool. All right. Yes, he does. And yeah, thank you to our patrons, patreon.com slash zombies. You thought I was going to go a little bit further. Uh, patreon.com slash zombies, a my podcast. Thank you so much to those who directly support the show. All of those lovely funds go back into the show. It allows us to rent movies, pay for hosting, all that fun stuff. We have some cool stuff planned for the Patreon, so we'll be talking about that in the coming months. So stay tuned. Folks, uh, you can go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Uh, my, you can find myself on Twitter, R. Murphy, and you can find Lou at the Busy Zombie Lord. Uh, quick shout out to Joel Duggan, who did our artwork, joelduggan.com. And don't forget, enter our giveaway for Shotgun Finish, a book by Greg Road. We'll have the giveaway details in the show notes and on our website and you can enter and possibly win a copy of that book uh this has been zombies ate my podcast and lou take us out with your lovely lovely wisdom i don't know what was yummy about that movie boy did it have some gore